0: On this episode of the Generation X Files, what is that supposed the to mean? That's a school
1: bell. Classes over. Like Classes in session. All
0: right, good. Is wait, is class in session? Back is to it school, over, it's or back was that the alarm time? time? You need, need to wake up. to go to school. It's back to school time. I don't want to go to school today. Don't Mom? you have your pencil? It's the Generation X-Files. I'm Dan America. Tatiana is here. And today, we're talking about something that used to be special. It's back to school. And it was special because you went an entire two, three months without seeing people that you see throughout the entire year, and you ask them, how was their summer? And it's kind of like a mystery. It's kind of like you're meeting the new person, or... Yeah, it's kind of like you're meeting a new person, getting to know each other all over again. But millennials had to go and ruin it.
1: Ruin it.
0: They had to ruin Ruin it with their self-exploitation on the internet. Now there's no more mystery. Everybody knows what you did over the summer, if it was embarrassing or not. And the whole, you know, runway show of back to school clothes has been ruined. Mm-hmm. Millennials just ruined everything, everything with that self-exploitation and the damn internets and, and the new math. Media what the hell is new math, new math anyway? Well, new math doesn't have anything to do with how millennials ruined. They're learning new time. math,
1: so they're ruining it.
0: I mean, how are all the jocks supposed to feel cool and like the rule of school when all the millennials are, are, well, when all the non-jocks already know what they were doing uh, throughout August?
1: Well,. I,
0: I, well, that's with our friends on Facebook
1: and yeah. Instagram. We never had that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to start a whole... I can't even start to get into this because I'm going to start a whole diatribe. But I feel so passionately about this.
0: That's the point. The point is, is that millennials ruined it, though. There's no more mystery in back to I school. I know, and
1: back to school was such a huge thing. I mean, I'm sure even more so back in like the true Gen X, but for me, when I was a little kid... You know, you didn't see people all summer, you know, we didn't have Facebook, you didn't have Instagram, so it was Mm -hmm. like a big deal. You did your back-to-school shopping, you were like a whole new person going back to school, man, and no one had seen you in like two months, so, you know.
0: The only area in which I think that this is beneficial to is if you're a new kid in town, because now you have the internet to help you make new friends before school, but that still ruins... The mystery of the new kid, and uh, on both sides,
1: hugely. Plus, like if you're the new kid, people can look you up on the internet and maybe have ammo to make fun of you before you even really and get that's to know a, anyone.
0: So millennials use the internet to ruin back to school time. Ugh, it's yes, awful.
1: It like that feeling of like. Going back, even if you liked classes or not, but just seeing people, see, and then like yeah. the excitement of like, oh, what are they going to look like? What how yeah. was their summer? You know, and then everyone had to write. I don't know if your school did at our school. You always had the yeah. assignment: write an essay about what you did this summer. <laughs>
0: they ruined it they ruined ruined how was your summer with their their damn social media i'm dan america you can find me on human uh, human america on twitter (laughs) uh dan america 59 on instagram i think i'm dan america 59 on snapchat but i have no idea what people use snapchat for you can also find me on Facebook. I'm Dan America. (laughs) You can also watch our movie reviews and other videos on our Q103 YouTube channel. You can also read blogs that we write on Q103Albany.com and Alt1057Albany.com. Am I missing something?
1: Nope. I think that's it. We got everything. All
0: right. Cool. Well, wait. No, we didn't. You didn't do your little plug. Well, I
1: was waiting for you to finish.
0: All right. Fine. The... Those are my plugs. All
1: right. I am uh, Tatiana. You can find me on social media, at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RockGirlTatiana, though I've been like majorly slacking on Twitter. I think my last post was, I don't know, a couple months ago. So if you make fun of me on Twitter, I won't know, so you'll probably have more fun. So, Look me up on Twitter, Rock Girl Tatiana.
0: And I know this for a fact.
1: Yeah, because Dan makes fun of me and I don't even notice. I have, I will look and see. That reminds
0: um, me, I should make fun of you more on Twitter.
1: I post on Instagram all the time and I love stories. Um, and you can find my blogs at Q103Albany.com or Alt1057Albany.com and you can listen to me on air on the weekends with Q103 and Alt1057.
0: All right, so we got a fun lineup today for our back to school episode. We're going to talk about Gen X, ver- uh, Generation X versus Millennial School. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to go, we're, we're going to do the, the what's a fancy word for four? Four? Yeah. A
1: quattro? Is that a word?
0: Qu- <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's
1: an outing, never mind.
0: We're going to do the <laughs> quattro. That doesn't sound as impactful. I need something that's going to be like, boom.
1: Uh-huh. Or like, oh. Uh-huh. We're going to do the the square
0: we're going to talk about elementary school <laughs> middle school high school and college all
1: right how about this the trifecta of of learning plus higher There's, education a, what a
0: trifecta is like three things. yeah
1: elementary middle and high school that trifecta of school and then higher education okay Boom. there you go trifecta sounds like
0: the the, tri, the trifecta the academic trifecta the
1: academic trifecta plus a little dessert of <laughs> higher learning
0: yeah, d- d- dessert. <laughs> Wait, Higher Learning was that movie where Michael Ratport was a Nazi, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. Uh,
0: uh, I don't know. Well, I'm talking about that because we're going to talk a little back to school media as well. I know. And then we're going to do uh, a game, of course. It, or, or, or we're going to play Are You Smarter Than...
1: Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader?
0: And uh, or are we going to be testing how smart I am or how smart you are? Uh, how smart you are.
1: I'm really smart. So. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't need to test that. We're going to test you. Tatiana, <laughs> your ego's showing. I know, but I'm really smart. I can have an ego because I had a brain injury in the past and I had to work really hard to be really smart, so. Okay, fine. <laughs>
0: we'll give you that. But if you really are that smart, then who's the greatest professional wrestler of all time?
1: Alistair Black.
0: Well, that, that that's a good answer. <laughs>
1: Yes, no, see, you can't even argue. With me. Can't
0: say that he's the greatest of all time. the The argument remains: is it Flair? Is it Hogan? Is it Austin? Is it The Rock? Is it Bruno?
1: Well, it depends. I mean, The Rock. What are you looking at? Because like Rock has a whole career outside of wrestling as well. Are you looking at just how he was at wrestling? You yeah. know, are you looking at the personality as a whole? Are you looking at the media hey, they hey, brought hey, to wrestling? This
0: is not another ah, wrestling episode. This ah, is our back to school ah. episode.
1: Okay, back uh, to school.
0: Before we started recording this, we were doing a little wrestling talk. Uh, yeah. Because your husband, who makes the music for Yes, thank you, Christopher LaPlant. Podcast. Is doing some wrestling related thing.
1: He's working a wrestling event tonight, and I told him to try to find out how I can get in on it. I want to wrestle. On a, wrestle. <laughs> on a you,
0: wrestle, you'd get destroyed.
1: No way. You
0: know, or or do, do, do you know what a suplex is?
1: No, but I know how to punch.
0: A hip toss.
1: I know how to punch. I don't. I have a big butt. I can knock people with that. And well, I, I can leg press 600 pounds, so well, if well, I kick someone, that will be good.
0: Well, well, yeah, those would be beneficial to you <laughs> in wrestling because there is a move that somebody uses who has a big button. We're not supposed to talk about wrestling. <laughs> All right. And other news, uh, we're finally cool in here. They,
1: oh, my God. I know.
0: They didn't just fix the air conditioning. They had to replace it. Do
1: you see the difference in my mood today from last yeah. time? I was so hot and exhausted. I can't function when it's hot. I like My brain doesn't function.
0: No we're both kind of peppy and energetic and know, happy.
1: Thank, Thank the HVAC people who fix the air.
0: And it smells like stale hot dogs.
1: Uh, Well, that's because you were singing about hot dogs before.
0: No. uh, wait, Who told you?
1: You walked into my studio and started singing about hot dogs. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I I also... (laughs) Who told you? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's because before I did that, I asked Emer what kind of kids love on her hot dogs because then she would have no idea.
1: What kind of kids love what?
0: Armor hot dogs.
1: What's armor hot dogs?
0: The dogs kids love to bite. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? You never heard the armor hot dogs? I know armor hot dogs. What kind of kids love armor hot dogs? Fat kids, skinny kids, (laughs) kids who climb on rocks.
1: Was this like a real thing?
0: Yes, this is a real thing.
1: (laughs) In your household?
0: No, not my household. We're Nathan's people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was this on TV?
0: And in a movie with Sylvester what? Stallone. You never seen Demolition Man?
1: No, actually.
0: And you want to get in the wrestling.
1: I know. See, look at you, this. You, I'm you learning don't even, so
0: much. You don't even watch action movies. I
1: do. I love action movies. I just haven't seen them. Have you ever seen Over the Top?
0: You, oh yes, I've seen over the top. It's it's over the top. It's one of the stupidest action movies ever. I've seen
1: amazing, I own it. Well, my husband owns it. He brought it into the relationship. Might be one of the reasons I fell in love with him.
0: Because of over, because of an arm wrestling movie starring Sylvester. Stallone. I opened
1: his DVD collection, and it was over the top, and Shark Week, and Darkwing Duck, and I knew he was a man after my own heart.
0: Okay, well, without <laughs> further ado, we're going to be talking about Back to School. <laughs> We started off by talking about how millennials ruined the back-to-school season with their self-exploitation on the social media, because going back to school, there's no more mystery. I the, know. The uh, mystery is over. The mystery is over, even with the teachers. You know, teachers could start talking to their students on social media before they actually meet them in the in the homeroom or in the classroom. Uh, That's,
1: I, that is so weird to me about this generation, is that... I know a lot of teachers that are friends with students on Facebook, like high school and middle school students. Is that
0: why they're having sex with them? No, so I don't, often?
1: they're not. I, no one's having sex with anyone in my town, hopefully. But it's just it's so weird to me. That like to me of. that I know of. Yeah. To <laughs> me, that's a boundary that shouldn't be crossed. Like Teachers shouldn't be friends with students on Facebook. That should be like a boundary. I don't know. It's super weird to me.
0: Or, or at least maybe they should just belong to like a Facebook book group, or maybe that they should have.
1: Well, like think about it, because you have a son. Like, what if, you're, like, your son's teacher started posting photos of him on Facebook that you, you know, on field trips that you didn't, you know what I mean? Like, like I, would, I see your face right I, now. I would so... start
0: posting photos of me on his timeline.
1: <laughs> like, so that's what some of the te- like the teachers are friends with students, and they post photos from field trips and stuff like that, and it's so not. Like obviously they're public because yeah, I can see happened. them. Like I don't think that's like okay.
0: Uh, photos of my son have been posted on the school's Facebook when they're on a field trip. Ugh, I would but be
1: I would be so not okay with that. I, I, I would
0: have been not okay with it if it wasn't for my dad accidentally photo bombing one of the pictures. That's funny. So yes, it is. That's
1: really funny. See, to me, and that's another reason school is ruined with Facebook and stuff, is. I mean, to me, for like I said, I don't think teachers should be friends with students. It's a weird boundary to me. Um,
0: I've never had a crush on a teacher.
1: Me neither. But um, also, what was I going to say? What, I literally, that was another thing. You said your dad photobombed the photo.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. And now... Uh, Pictures of them end up on. Oh, yearbooks. Media
1: yearbooks are ruined because of social media. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All of those photos, you used to have to wait till the yearbook came out to see. Like all of our field trip photos, there would be pages for stuff in the yearbook, and we had to wait to see those in the yearbook. And now it's like Facebook, all over Facebook. It's ruined yearbooks. Oh. You know, do you remember how excited you were at the end of the year? <laughs> I loved yearbooks, man. I still have all mine.
0: Uh, I have all my yearbooks. I can't say that they excited me, though.
1: Oh my god, I love yearbooks. I'm such a nerd.
0: All right, let's get back on track here. So we're going to start out with elementary school, and this is a Gen X back to uh, Gen X back to school versus Millennial back to school. Yeah. And we're going to insert a little bit of ourselves in this. So don't get too excited. <sighs> waka waka waka. Waka. All. Uh, all right. So elementary school. mm Hmm. Uh, Speaking from a kind of Gen X perspective, well, well, that criticism is long gone. I'm a Generation Xer.
1: All right. So speaking from that perspective. Speaking
0: from that perspective, going back to elementary school for me, it it was kind of frightening. And so my son is going to kindergarten this year, and Uh he has already three bags of supplies, and most of them are cleaning supplies and see this for is for kindergarten
1: what do. why does he have cleaning exactly. supplies
0: oh i remember going back to school with nothing but a lunchbox, a backpack and you know maybe there was some notebooks and pencils in my backpack uh, yeah that was, was it and a smock
1: and you were like lucky if you got one That's of those fun smock, smock. <laughs> we had a smock i remember for art class we had to have smocks um but, yeah, and you were, like, lucky if you got, like, you know, if you didn't have a lot of money, you got the shitty regular erasers. Yeah. The cool kids had, like, the crazy erasers. Or, or, you know? or what about
0: if you didn't have enough money, you you didn't get Crayola cramps. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. But it was, like, that was it. You had a backpack. You had, uh, in my day, there was the little plastic pencil cases and stuff, you know, those rectangle ones that opened yeah. and closed. So you got a pencil case with pencils, pens, and eraser. Uh, and like, you know, notebooks, and that was it. And I keep hearing the door open, but it's not opening. That's why I keep turning. The door around. is not
0: open. I know. I've heard it three oh, times now. That's great. why I keep turning my head. Is this studio haunted? You know it probably, but at least our elementary schools weren't haunted. Mm-hmm. So. Like I said, I remember going to elementary school with nothing but a lunchbox, yeah. a backpack, and there was some stuff in the backpack, you know, and a smock. But
1: That's so funny, the smock. There,
0: there, was still that, there was still that mystery, that uncertainty of going back to school. You didn't yeah. know if there was going to be a new kids. You didn't know if you, like say you had an acquaintance that was kind of friendly. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they turned into a completely different person over the summer. Yeah, you
1: didn't know how I was going to shake out when you showed up. You know, friend groups changed all the time.
0: Uh, People changed all the time, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. And uh, another thing was uh, the uncertainty and, like, the kind of, like, fear of your new teacher.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I That was... Teachers, when you found out, I remember getting the letter in the mail. I don't even know how they do it now because I don't have a kid and I haven't been involved in any kind of high school for so long. But when I was a little kid, it would come in the mail. like mm-hmm. your school. When you got older, it was your school schedule. And when you were younger, it was just like your class assignment. Well, that's, that's what it was know? like for
0: high school uh, for me. But like elementary school, you knew the teacher that you're going to have like uh, in the fall by the summer.
1: Yeah, well yeah, but they still sent out yeah. like a thing in the mail to say like you're registered, you know, you're gonna start with Miss Williams or Miss whatever Lancet or whomever. But um yeah, and it was like, Oh, and then if your friends weren't in your class, you know, it was like, Oh, oh my yeah. god, that was the what worst. Am I, do? I know. Yeah. Ugh.
0: And another thing is uh so With all the like the technology and the technology available that they have in the classroom, a teacher Uh can do the first day from their desk.
1: Yeah, it's it's bizarre. I so my school was a little bit different, I think, than most because I went to a very small school. Mm -hmm. So the way my schools are broken up, we had elementary school was kindergarten through fifth grade and then middle school and high school, sixth through twelfth grade were all in one building. Um, Cause there was between oh, wow. between sixth through twelfth grade, there was only three hundred forty five kids, like it was a small school. So my graduating class had forty four students. We had the biggest class in the school. So it was a <laughs> little, yeah. So it was a little different atmosphere than other people. See, I'm laughing
0: know? because uh, where I grew up, which is this area, there are there, there's so many kids that Huge. they yeah that they had to divide, uh, like. Each different town has to have its own school.
1: Yeah, that's like where my cousins went to school. They're in, my cousins are from Tom's River in New Jersey, and there's mm-hmm. like literally Tom's River North, Tom's River West, Tom's River, East, because they're so, you know, it's so big. Um, but by us, it was like, I mean, we lived 20 minutes from my high school. Mm-hmm. Like the one high school was like the whole surrounding area. We, you know, like we lived 20 minutes away and we were still in that school. Um, so it was a little bit different than, you know other people's school experiences anyway but you know it's so I I don't know what it's like now it's got to be weird like they can probably do the whole Mm. thing like you said from their desk and not even
0: well then again I I kind of spoke Uh, it's not that every town I know that every town has its own school but where I'm from it's a little weird because well come on like (sighs) You know how it is. So, so there's Colony, mm-hmm. but Latham, Loudonville, yeah. Newtonville. Yeah. Uh, oh, like they're all a part of the town of Colony.
1: Yeah, I know. And that's, yeah, it's interesting because yeah. I, I like where I live in Colony, we have. There, you have Sand Creek. Sand Mills Creek. School. Yeah, it's Sand Creek. I, yeah.
0: And right down the road from you is, uh, I think it's Loudonville. Because
1: isn't it a big rivalry shaker in Sand Creek?
0: Well, it's it's Shaker versus Colony, and uh, Shaker is North Colony, okay, and the colony that you live by is South Colony.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Because I always see the South Colony buses going by.
0: Yeah, they're a bunch of chumps.
1: (laughs) Why are they chumps?
0: Go Blue Bison!
1: I like where I live.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would.
1: What's my mascot?
0: Yeah, I think you're the Colony Raiders.
1: Hmm. Okay. I mean, my high school mascot was the Wildcats. HTC. Go Wildcats, the maroon and the gold.
0: Oh, that's weird because colonies colors are maroon and gold.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: Fearless for you. I I guess it comes as no surprise. (laughs) So for me growing up, well, yeah, it was kind of weird, but I I didn't really have friends outside of my neighborhood, so I didn't really get too caught up in the weirdness that is – our local community where there's like six different schools. Yeah. And and they're all like really close to each other. So it doesn't make sense but I guess it makes sense more jobs, blah 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 blah. Now. Anyway.
1: What's interesting that you just said cuz I, I this came up earlier. I was talking to my mom about high school reunions. Cuz oh, my God. mom went to a big one in Jer- well no, she went to a big high school in Jersey. Mm-hmm. So they're having their one of their reunions coming up and it's like this whole shit. My mom got the invitation and it's literally like
0: I a three-day
1: thing. It's like a pre-party event I, and a, a I, I, main I re- event. Like I
0: refuse to go to a high school reunion. I was going to ask, have you ever <laughs> been to one? No. Uh, I've been invited. I've actually been hunted down at my place of work. Well, while I wasn't I was. I wasn't hunted down. I was down. like, that's
1: super weird. Just
0: a person arranging the reunions came into my work and tried to pressure me to go. Why to- don't you go? Because I hate those people. There's like only like a handful. Yeah, but then you
1: could go and be super weird and sing hot dog songs around all of them.
0: I, I it wouldn't be anything new.
1: That would be <laughs> funny though. Uh, I like my high school friends right, that I still talk to. we're not on
0: high school yet. We're still in elementary I know. school. Which
1: and, I had the same friends through elementary school because my school was so small.
0: Well, I I had a I think I had one consistent friend throughout mm-hmm. elementary school. His, his name's Wayne. He listens to the podcast often.
1: Oh, hi Wayne. Well,
0: let's give a shout out to Wayne.
1: Yeah, what a cool name. Yes. Now you need a Garth.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> got plenty of that. So, <laughs> uh, of course, it doesn't help that he has long blonde hair.
1: Oh my god, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> but but were uh, you Garth? No, I wasn't Garth. You should Garth.
1: dye your hair black.
0: I wasn't Garth. <laughs> uh, wait, Garth didn't have black hair. Uh, you mean Wayne. No, Garth. Oh, this can can see what I... We're I'd...
1: backwards. Wayne had black hair. Garth had black hair. Oh, yeah. God, flashback
0: elementary school now. Garth had
1: blonde hair.
0: Anyway. So... Going to elementary school. Well, well, why don't you tell me about, uh, can you remember one of your first days out of oh, yeah. elementary school?
1: Fucking sorry for cursing, man. I was, one of my first days I was traumatized. So we went to, pre, everyone went to preschool together That mm-hmm. in my town because it was so small. There was like one preschool. We all went to preschool together. Um, Then I remember going to kindergarten and like, on my, on my first day of kindergarten, there was this kid who went on to be like, Gay. No, no, no. I have nothing wrong with gay people at all. Serial killer. Um, no, I mean, he Junkie. was just... No, he was just very quiet. He was kind of picked on like the nerd. Oh, and okay. I was a nerd. Not like a smart nerd, but kind of like the smelly kid. You, know, you were the, the smelly th- kid? No, this kid that I'm explaining okay. grew went on through high school to be the smelly weird kid. You know, a nerd in that way, not a nerd in the good book way. And... And my first day of kindergarten, I remember going in the classroom and I, I was so socially awkward as a kid. I'm still socially awkward as an adult. And I was like, I didn't see anyone I knew. And I went up to this kid and I asked him, I was like, can I play with you? And he looks at me and he's like, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I felt so rejected. It's like seared in my mind at 30 or whatever. I'm still like, ah, I got rejected my first day of kindergarten. And then I, and then I met my kindergarten boyfriend who
0: what? is like my
1: brother? He got me a carnation for Valentine's See, Day in kindergarten.
0: We didn't do that back in my oh, day. He's like,
1: he's like my brother now. We have, we were best. We, he's my oldest friend. Boyfriend
0: girlfriend things didn't really happen till like the fifth or sixth grade. Oh
1: no, we had boyfriend girlfriends in like kindergarten and first grade.
0: Wow, you millennials are freaking weird. Yeah,
1: um but he got me a kindergarten or a carnation on Valentine's Day in kindergarten, and I put it on my mirror and I hung it there. Um, and he, we're still like best friends. He, he was one of my best friends throughout my entire life. Um, but yeah. And then first grade. And, but it was like boyfriend, girlfriend at that time wasn't like adults. It was like you're hanging out with a boy. So they're your boyfriend. You know? And then like the, you know, when little kids get married, did you have marriage ceremonies?
0: No. <laughs> oh, wait. There was one. And it was really stupid.
1: Like little kids do that. Like it's in like Charlie Brown. There's comics about it. You know, little kids pretend they're getting married and stuff. They have no clue what it means. They're just on the playground like, I'd have yeah, I don't pronounce your husband and wife.
0: And then like, uh, they were like divorced by lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Did I, did I almost make the tea come out of your yeah, nose? that's
1: hysterical. <laughs> I was like, maybe with the millennial generation.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I think the millennial generation is a little bit weirder. Gen
1: Xs were just forced to stay married and be miserable.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, okay, here's another thing. So elementary school, uh-huh. back to school, uh-huh. uh back to school clothes. Oh, but yeah. Did you, did you pick out your own back to school so, clothes?
1: So, well, my gra- I love my grandmother's the sweetest. And my birthday is in September and my sister's is in July. So kind of in between is obviously August right before school. So our birthday gifts every year would be back to school shopping. Mm. Um, so when we were little, little, she would buy us clothes. Then when we got older, like like fourth grade and stuff she would take us shopping I got super weird by no oh yeah by by fourth <laughs> fifth grade I was super weird um fifth grade I I started a witch club with my friends um yeah oh yeah that's not weird <laughs> yeah it, it like makes sense that I actually got in a lot of trouble at school for being the ringleader of this witch club um and
0: Putting curses on people
1: yeah, and then we all, like, tattooed ourselves. It was a really weird thing. What I, does
0: this have to do with <laughs> back-to-school clothes? Well, I'm just,
1: so, the, uh, so I'm just saying, I got you asked if I dressed okay. myself. So I got super weird by fourth, fifth grade, which is, like, weird like I am now. It's cool.
0: Wow, we're but, just in elementary school.
1: Yeah, right oh, yeah. I, I yeah, so... So, I started to pick out my own clothes around that time. Fourth grade, I, I... You know, we were all obsessed. I think the Spice Girls were, like, starting to come out and stuff. So, my friends and I in like, fourth, fifth grade were into the Spice Girls. So, we all would try to cut our shirts into midriffs, like, belly shirts like the Spice Girls. And... You know, I used to, I started picking out my own clothes at that point, and I would pick all funky clothes. So, um, in fifth grade, I would wear like weird pattern shirts. I called them my Picasso shirts. They were like artistic, like this polyester kind of. You buy, there was a store at the mall, like a really ch- a shitty, like the there was Deb and then the like Rave. It was all the cheap shitty material, and I loved it because it was all funky clothes. So I would buy all those. I would wear like black shirts with fur, like fake fur collars and feather boas, and I was super weird, man. <laughs> I wore two different earrings every day well, to be a punk. I wore like kind of, 10 necklaces at once. I'm
0: answering my own question. Now, yeah. I, I suppose the differences are like our gender and perhaps our gener- the generations because, see, uh, my back to school clothes, my mom always got them in a, uh, during elementary school and- uh, I think I've said it said it before or not like one of my one of, one of the most memorable quotes from my mom, especially around back to school time was nice pants.
1: Oh yeah, I remember you saying that.
0: <laughs> uh... we, we, we always had to go to the store to find some nice pants
1: <laughs> and, and
0: new shoes and all that business. Oh, like my man. first day at school, my, my first day back to school, like throughout elementary school, uh, I, I was always uh, I was always kind of like awkward because I was dressed in like these brand new clothes and stuff. But I
1: still had like the linen creases on them or yeah, whatever
0: because my mom didn't want us to ruin our nice pants. <laughs>
1: so, oh so man! We
0: so we couldn't wear them until it was until it was time to go back to school. I would
1: have picked on you, man. I was such a punk in like fourth and fifth and sixth grade. I started by 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 eighth grade. I started to try to dress normal again, but I was I was a punk. I would have picked on you.
0: You see, now we're now we're kind of seeing the difference here, aren't yeah. we? Because Generation Xers, when they went back to school in elementary school, it, it, it was still kind of like friendly, <laughs> you know. The, the, there was a, it was still kind of like controlled by the parents, I yeah. suppose. But the, the way that you're talking, you, uh, millennials are a bunch of wild children. Oh, we were R- fourth,
1: fourth, fifth grade. We learned how to make out. Uh, we would, what we would practice like tongue kissing with our hands um fifth grade we practice tongue kissing all the boys would make fun of us we'd be in the back of the playground by the play- by the swing set like making out um <laughs> if we were troublemakers, uh, I, I oh call like, you troublemakers I literally tattooed myself in fifth grade it was like a and I wasn't the only one. we were just, millennials are an interesting generation. I guess we were wild, so. I, and and but we were the jenko. like that era. So think about it. You know, when I was in fifth grade, that was like. Jenkos, Airwalks, you know, Smashing Pumpkins, Bush, you know, like a South, my friends watched South Park. Like it was like a really we were punks in that. That was kind of that whole where all that was coming out. Like the Offspring was like my favorite band back in middle school and stuff um, like elementary school going into middle school. Um,
0: For me, it was like Debbie Gibson. Oh my Tiffany, God! Yeah, no,
1: I, I, I was I Ninja used to wear
0: turtles, Voltron. Oh my God!
1: I went from my funky clothes, like Jamiroco and Spice Girls clothes, to like I rock Jenkos every day with a Billabong shirt, a bucket hat. I used to wear a bucket hat with airwalks. I was such a punk. I loved it. I oh my wasn't God. a
0: punk. I, I guess I, I was probably like a no. I wasn't a mama's boy, but.
1: You got uh, nice pants. Nice pants. Nice
0: pants. pants. But no, my my uh. You a
1: nice shirt too. You have a nice crisp shirt. Yes, but my, with a little pocket protector.
0: No, I didn't have a pocket <laughs> protector. I had some pretty cool lunch boxes though. Ooh, what kind? He Man. Ooh. Ninja Turtles. GI Joe.
1: That's cool. My lunch boxes. I I went through so many because I never cleaned them. Well, so they would get like rancid.
0: My mom would clean our lunch boxes. Uh,
1: my mom's my parents didn't, we were all independent. Mm-hmm. They did a lot for us, but like we had, you know, we had chores and that was one of them. And I never cleaned mine. Eventually my mom gave up and just would buy th- big things of paper bags <laughs> for me to bring
0: lunch in. Look, I always remember going back to school being kind of dreadful, but now I, I can't like imagine kids nowadays dreading going back to school because I look at my son's school and it looks fun it looks like it looks like the place to be
1: well school was I don't know about you when I was in elementary school school was fun in elementary school like there was I still have such fond memories of like gym class with the dollies and the big parachute and Mm -hmm. the book fairs and roller skating nights like school was fun in elementary school um I mean, that's stuff I don't even know if kids still do because do kids find, like, roller skating nights fun anymore? Like, is that a thing? I don't yeah. even know, you know?
0: Don't you know where you live?
1: No, because I, I wasn't a kid here. I grew up in, in down Well, not I was upstate, but downstate So from you've Albany. never
0: been to the world-famous Guptles Skating Arena?
1: No, and I actually I hear the ads all the time, so I'm like, I have to go skating.
0: Y- yeah, Guptles was the—well— uh, then I, I I can't say too uh, too many positive things about it because within Gupta's there is secrets.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah. So you, you've heard of yeah, secrets? Secrets
0: yep. is a nightclub <laughs> for yeah. kids.
1: Um, we had Hobol.
0: What say that? What? What? Hobol. I couldn't tell if you were saying Hobolt or Hordor.
1: Hobol. <laughs> H o e b o w l. Hobol. Hobol.
0: Um, so you. Hose in a bowl <laughs> no, and
1: that was the that was the bowling lanes in Catskill oh, that's where oh, uh
0: okay everyone
1: went as kids I would like birthday parties at whole bowl and you have
0: bowling lanes the, here yeah. but we didn't we that didn't, was our thing they weren't for hose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
1: I I have looked up some roller derby associations around here though because I've 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 tinkered on trying out roller derby
0: you just want you just want to beat people up now. I do. don't you want to get into a fight I do do you ever get into a fight in like, elementary school
1: yeah I actually almost got kicked out when I was in preschool or kindergarten um
0: oh wow you started early oh I
1: did my my parent I, I think I probably should have been diagnosed with like oppositional defiant disorder or something as a kid I'm not gonna lie because of all that you know when I look back at it working in mental health now but no in one of it was preschool or kindergarten I can't remember um a boy told me I couldn't play with them. They were like, you're a girl. You can't play with the boys. And I looked at him and I punched him in the nose and I gave him <laughs> bloody nose. And like <laughs> my mom, got, it was a huge deal. My mom got called to school. I had to meet with school. <laughs> I had to meet with school psychologists. <laughs> like you're the school psychologist. And st- I never had any serious issues. I just was behavioral like that. Yeah. You know? I was stubborn. You know, if someone told me I couldn't play with them, who's, who were they to say I couldn't play with them? I wouldn't be bullied. I stood up for myself.
0: Well, my school—I don't
1: advocate for violence with kids. My don't school
0: experience that. was a little bit weird, and oh, which makes me wonder because w- w- when I went to school, sometimes like it was still kind of acceptable for teachers to lay hands on kids.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: Yeah, I almost got roughed up by a little oh, really by the librarian.
1: That's messed up.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, really, my elementary school—I don't think
1: that was legal for a long time.
0: Yeah, my my <laughs> my, my elementary school journey was a strange one mm. because my third grade teacher was a teacher bully. Did you ever have one of those?
1: We had, yeah, we had a third grade teacher. Actually, she straight up dragged someone down the hallway by their ear. Well, she got in a lot of trouble. I think
0: my my third grade teacher. She she wasn't physically abusive. She was <laughs> mentally abusive.
1: Yeah. I we had one of those too. Well
0: like she like her whole thing was that she would pick one student out of the, out of the entire student body to make the example of.
1: Oh, that's and, messed up. And in 3rd yeah. grade
0: I got picked to be really? the example. Oh why yeah. Did,
1: why do teachers do stuff like that? That's messed up.
0: Uh, she, she would, you know, like do things like put me in front of the rest of the students when she would, you know, like lay into me. Her favorite thing to do was to try to make me cry by making me stay after school. That's really
1: fucked up. But
0: she wouldn't. But she wouldn't do it until the buses started to arrive because she wanted me to affect the other students' lives.
1: That's really fucked up.
0: And, but she and she would like. Uh, she would. She would invent new things, new reasons why I had to stay after school. Yeah.
1: That's weird. Is she still a teacher? Did she get fired? I don't know. That's messed up.
0: Uh, I know that that's, she kept on doing it after me.
1: That's super messed up. See, uh, a teacher—you're in a role to like educate and support kids, not yeah. not tear them down. And the—that's the, what I never understood about teachers like that.
0: The the librarian incident that was a little weird because, well, I was in trouble to begin with, and what mm-hmm. what our librarian had us do whenever we misbehaved, he would he would do the thing where we'd have to write the same thing over and over and oh, over. Oh, you again. did that? Yeah,
1: that was a real thing. Yeah. I never, I saw that, like, obviously you see it on the intro of The Simpsons and stuff all the time. I've never, no one in my school had to do that. Well, we
0: didn't have to do it on a chalkboard. It was more Uh, like a legal pad.
1: Oh, I just got the shivers thinking about chalkboards.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's another weird thing. The the smells of going, but but, all right, let me- Going back to school, yeah. Let me finish the story. So all that I did was tell a younger student to carry his books right. And the guy grabs me by my shirt and lifts me up. And he's just screaming right in my face. Oh, my God. And I, I can't remember what he was saying. I don't think uh, I don't think I know what he was that's saying. That's so
1: messed up. Yeah. That's like, did you ever, so my favorite cartoon ever is Daria. Yeah. Have you seen Daria? Is you know, I Mr. DiMartino's character, his eyes always bulging out. And he's like, rah, rah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that just reminded me of.
0: Uh, Mr. De Martino. Well, to make matters worse, like this oh particular God. teacher, like he was balding, but he had like a like a birthmark or something on his forehead, uh, and like when he, but he was like a heavy set guy. Yeah, uh, they always are. Oh, uh, the well, mean like,
1: ones always seem to be.
0: I wasn't the only student that he got a little rough with too.
1: I feel like you had like a like a tormented school experience. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is all messed up stuff.
0: Yeah, the uh, like you were saying like I I started getting sent to the school k- psychologist after the 3rd grade because I was kind of traumatized after Yeah, I a bet year you were. That, that makes sense. So they started sending me to the school psychologist uh by the 4th grade. But the, the, the thing was, was that I was just a really imaginative, uh, imaginative kid. Yeah. Like I would come up with my own stories and my own yeah. superheroes. So they would send me to the school psychologist and I would tell them about my stories and stuff. But they were always like trying to pick or like like pull back the layers, but there was nothing there. <laughs> so they were pulling back my layers. But you're de- just
1: creative. Yeah, de- find nothing. That happened to me, right? So like I had my behaviors and stuff where, you know, but I never had any like serious issues. Like I did well in school and whatever. I I actually excelled in school. Um, but in elementary school, I was super creative. Um you know, and I used to draw, it's funny cause we joke about me being obsessed with Halloween now, but I was like that as a little kid. Like I used to sit in art class in kindergarten and first grade and draw Halloween monsters, all class. Like I was always obsessed with Halloween. I drew monsters. And, yeah. And as a little kid, when we used to go to the library, there was a, a book um, that was like a picture book on witches and ghosts. And I used to rent it all the time. Like I just always loved Halloween. And in first grade, So we had an assignment in first grade, and my mom will never let me live this down, um, where we had to take fairy tales and rewrite them. And I rewrote them in a very literal way. So like, and I had drawings (laughs) to go along with it. So, for example, Goldilocks, my version of Goldilocks and the Three Bears was that... She broke in their house to eat their porridge. So when they came home, they were very upset because they had someone who broke in their house. So, as animals would, they ripped her apart because that's what animals do and pulled her guts out. I was in first grade. And so I had like drawings of Goldilocks with like her guts hanging out and stuff. And and
0: did, did they put it up on the blackboard
1: no my mom got called again <laughs> <laughs> and, and like my, the art teacher advocated for me like they were like no she's just really really creative and this is how she is she just loves some weird you know oh, what i mean wow. and,
0: and
1: like in my defense i was just being literal because if an animal you broke it in a bear's house like yeah. if I walked into Bear's den right now, they would attack me. That's uh, what
0: happens. So, uh, um, but, so
1: but I was just very creative. Should,
0: should we keep going to the elementary school? It sounds like we both had really screwed up times in elementary school. I know
1: what the hell. Well,
0: well, like this is
1: really turned into a demented episode.
0: Yeah. Well, I was like creative, and like, see what happened with me was. <laughs> so after the third grade, because this teacher went like above and beyond uh-huh. to, to make me the make make me the the example. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening was, well, she succeeded. So the rest of, so the rest of the kids all thought that I was the loser, the stupid kid, the scumbag. Yeah. Don't be friends with him. Don't sit next to him. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. And it wasn't—it's horrible. Uh, wasn't very true. So but I, that's
1: horrible. It's for a kid to go through.
0: So I ended up spending like. The fourth grade year, like I was, like I was afraid to go to school because all the, all the other kids wanted to beat me up. all in the And fourth time.
1: grade was so fun.
0: So, and I, I was afraid to go out of the house because the kids down the street—they were all in the same class as yeah. me—and then they started beating me up outside of school. That's so at messed the up. Bus stop.
1: I would have beat them up. I would have said, "Yo, leave Dan alone."
0: There was actually a girl who. Enlisted the neighborhood kids to beat me up because she was afraid that I was going to start going after the front seat of the bus.
1: Oh my god.
0: Because there was this whole big deal about sitting in the back seat or the front seat.
1: Now I understand the focus on bullying now and stuff. Like especially it's so much worse with social media. You can't escape yeah. it. So, like back then you could escape it and go to your house.
0: Yeah, and get fat like, there, like I did.
1: But there's that's a lot of bullying still. Like I I think yeah. that's something that's still consistent with Gen X to now is like and I think almost the physical bullying was probably worse back then than it is now. Now you get the social media and yeah. stuff, but back then there was a lot of, you know,
0: well, also you have all these anti-bullying campaigns. Mm-hmm, Yeah. See, so, so back in back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, th- there were you know real bullies. Well, that exactly, just, that just physically bullied people rather yeah. than rather than going on social media and making fun of them. Back in my day, making fun of a kid lasted maybe like five minutes before the fists start flying yeah you got the
1: shit kicked out of yeah. you you know it's it's yeah it's well, a very different world now
0: i got the shit kicked out of me plenty in, oh that a, in sucks elementary school.
1: man that sucks
0: Yeah, you know, well that happens when you have a third grade teacher that yeah. tries to make an example that teacher out of you. should
1: be fired well you know what they have to live with their own conscience <laughs>
0: that gives you any not that that, m- gives, you is, she, not that, that gives
1: you anything but well,
0: well I, I kind of bounced back by the fifth grade but then in the sixth grade the 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 sixth grade teacher borderline bullied me he, mm. he probably thought that he was just giving me tough love mm. but I don't know if he was completely aware of what happened to me in the third grade
1: probably not yeah well
0: like what was going on in the third grade was getting so bad that apparently there was uh conflicts in the teacher's lounge between my remedial math teacher and my third grade teacher really stop
1: oh, yeah. oh my god
0: that people were getting heated people were getting pissed off at each other because this the third my third grade teacher like she she just really laid it on what thick. is
1: it with third grade teachers man the third grade teacher know. in my school was the one who dragged someone by the ear down the hallway what is it with third grade teachers
0: i don't know but man how about we move on all to- right <laughs>
1: I know, middle that was like such a school. dark conversation.
0: Well, well, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so middle school, uh, in my area, middle school, it was the transition of 6th uh, to 7th. And the middle school, did your headphones just turn off or something?
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. All right. Oh, wow. All right, they're back. Back okay. in action. Sorry. They like turned off for a second. It was weird.
0: Oh, well, uh, I think we're missing something uh, remotely important about Im- elementary school, though. Okay. Let's see. One of the things about going back to school in September yeah. is you're already looking forward to the holidays. And the first ones.
1: no Oh, my God. I know. Halloween's the most fun. And do you remember in elementary school, um, like... So we had all the fun activities. Like we had hundred day in our school. So mm. on the hundredth day of school, you had to do a big project that involved the number one hundred. So okay. like you'd make a poster with a hundred beans on it. Like you do the number hundred out of a hundred beans, or you know what I mean, stuff like that. Um, the teachers I remember we would do a paper chain countdown until Christmas. So like we would all make paper chains, and each day we'd rip one off and. You know, Halloween, everyone dressed up. We did a Halloween parade in my elementary school. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel like that is something that has changed, I think, because um, for elementary school kids now in my area, when we were little, Halloween was the first holiday, and it was so exciting. You know, we used to go trick-or-treating, and it was a rural area, so like my friend's dad, for example, we'd all meet at her house, and he had a big van, so he'd drive us all around and, you know, to the different houses to trick-or-treat, and we did... The parade in school, and now it's like the two things I've noticed that have changed is the costumes. Like yeah. it's not like the old school put together. Like oh, you know, it was all homemade yeah. costumes when we were kids. And all just, homemade costumes. I forgot
0: about something important that I was trying to get at when I was asking about back to school clothes. Yeah, and I think this uh falls along the same lines. When it's uh, it's another millennial versus generation X thing. Uh-huh. And well, the back to school clothes nowadays, little girls are dressing like little hussies.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't like the, I I don't like the word hussy, but yeah, like I actually, I see kids like I see literally like, no, but I see like seven or eight year olds that I, it just blows my mind that they're in some of the clothes they're in. You know what I mean? Like it's just stuff that, um, and it's, you know, this is going to sound like horrible, but because I work in mental health and I see a lot of the stuff that I do working in a crisis setting and working with some of the patients that I do. Like I see some of the photos that people put of their kids on Facebook and like some of the public photos and some of the outfits and I just, my mind goes to the worst of the worst because that's, you know, yeah. I've, I've worked with pedophiles before and I've worked with the, like and certain the, populations. But at the
0: same time, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because about posting the outfits on Facebook and everything, because once again, millennials are, well, generation Xers are too, but it's a millennial influence that is yeah. removing the mystery from returning to school after yeah, the summer. Yeah, well,
1: exactly. And it's, it's I don't know, like when, when we were kids, like everything was, you know, no one had a lot of money. It was like you, you didn't have online shopping because it didn't exist like you have now. Like it was, you know, so you had to make a trip down the mountain 40 minutes away to the mall to go back to school shopping. You got what you needed. You know, there wasn't all the deals that there were now. So people had mostly like hand-me-downs or, you know, like my grandmother took us back to school shopping and then whatever. And... You know, it just was a different world. I mean, now you have yeah. you get new stuff all year. There's online shopping. That wasn't even a thing. You know, you have social media. You can see what all your friends are wearing. Parents can see what, you know, they can pick out outfits for their kids. And it's just, I mean, little kids, like six, seven year olds look like adults now. And that being said, you know, like i I mentioned before, my friends and I were when when we were in fourth grade, we were, already being mature and trying to cut our shirts into midriffs to be like the Spice Girls. Like, I think that there's certain things that carry over. However, our parents didn't let that fly, you know? Like, I got in so much trouble when my parents found a T-shirt of mine cut into a midriff,
0: you You know? Did you get in as much trouble as, say, when you drew uh, pictures of Goldilocks getting ripped apart by bears?
1: I didn't get in trouble for that by my parents because they knew I was creative.
0: Oh, yeah, because, you know, having a midriff (laughs) T-shirt... How dare you? Go, draw, I, go to your room and draw pictures now.
1: Yeah. My parents were all about the art and the music, man. Okay. They were like, go draw whatever you want. They had an e- I, no joke. They had an easel in my room. My entire I had an easel that I would paint with. I had a wardrobe dresser in my room, so I'd dress up in costumes year round. I'd come home from school, and I'd put on costumes, and I'd dress up. Yeah. I loved it. I was so oh. creative as a kid.
0: Well, so that's elementary school. Now, middle school. Yeah, and here's something. uh, I don't know if they did this in your school. I know that they're doing it a lot more now. Like by like the later elementary school years, they start Uh prepping you for middle school and high school, where you don't sit, where you don't stay in one classroom all day. Yeah, yeah. And and you have to go to different ones.
1: That happened in fifth grade because, like I said, our our. I know. I think. Like, doesn't sixth grade usually? Like, um, elementary school goes through sixth grade in some places.
0: For for my school, it did. It
1: did. Like, ours, because our area was small, our elementary school went through fifth grade, and then you moved into the different building in sixth grade. So in fifth grade, they started prepping you, and you had to move classrooms, and then you went to sixth grade, so. So,
0: now, here's the thing. So... When you're in elementary school, if you're in fifth or sixth, you know you're doing this prepping stuff, and yeah, you, and you feel like a big shot, yeah, you feel like a big shot amongst <laughs> yeah. all these little kids, you know. They're all little kids, and you know, go go have your crackers and juice.
1: Go sit in your one classroom all day, yeah,
0: because because I got four different rooms to go to. But then once you reach middle school, it's like hitting a brick wall. It's like, oh my god,
1: the struggle was so real. Oh, my God. Like, when you had to, like, I don't know if you struggled with this, but with us, you know, even though our school was small, it was like you were sprinting to make your class on time. You had to, like, plan out when you could go back to your locker, like...
0: Well, I was oh my God. i was always kind of a class clown, so I didn't mind walking in a little late. late of course you were. Because uh, <laughs> I, would, I would come up with some reason why I was late. Or, oh, my God. And, and by the middle of the year, teachers just got sick of me doing things so I could walk in late and they, they didn't care.
1: Oh, my God. See, I was really good at school and my parents put a lot of pressure on us academically. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, and this was probably part of my issues as a kid you know, uh, working in mental health now when I look back. But to me, if I got a B, I felt like I failed. Like I could not get, I cried my eyes that one time when I got a B on an exam. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it was like a failure. Um, Like I got straight A's all through middle school and high school. Um, And so for me, I couldn't handle the idea of being to a class late. I had, I was the nerd who had the big turtle shell backpack with all my books in it because I had was like, you know, I'd have my books for, All my books for before lunch in my backpack. Then at lunch, because our lockers were in the cafeteria, I'd switch over. And then I'd put all my books in my bag for the afternoon. So I had a huge ass backpack and I did sports, I did band, and I did chorus come sixth grade. So, like, I was just
0: busy sixth grade.
1: Oh, yeah. I was type A from like I'm who I am now. Like, I was type A from sixth grade on. (laughs) And, uh, I was just like, I would sprint and I could not, if I could, if I wasn't in class on time, it would be the end of the world to me. Oh, wow. It was a struggle. Yeah.
0: Okay. Now let's talk about the back to school clothes again. Yeah. Because it wasn't until the seventh grade that I finally started caring about okay. what I was wearing. Like uh, in elementary school, uh, like in the later years, I was the kid that didn't start like combing his hair
1: <laughs> oh, no.
0: or anything like that. <laughs>
1: You were that one?
0: I didn't give a shit.
1: Oh, man. What, 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 what? You were the smelly kid.
0: I wasn't the smelly kid.
1: Did you shower?
0: Yeah, I showered. I bathed.
1: You didn't comb your hair?
0: I just didn't comb my hair in the morning.
1: <laughs> you were the smelly kid.
0: I was not the smelly <laughs> kid.
1: Oh, man, that's There was funny. a smelly
0: kid, but he <laughs> combed his hair. I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I just didn't want to be like the smelly oh, kid because... Man. Oh, all right. So when I when I finally reached the seventh grade, uh, I'm still kind of a chunky kid, but I, I finally started to care a little bit more. So, did my hair and everything. I remember my first day of seventh grade. I was so proud of my uh, Notre Dame shirt.
1: Oh, or, or, that's or, different. I or, wouldn't have guessed that.
0: Remember in the in the '90s, like uh, oh, like one of the like the trends for 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 boys was to have the the shirt with just like the the college team or the oh, NFL yeah. team's, like, helmet on it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it, w- it was one of those. <laughs> I just remember walking in, like, feeling like a badass. So because, cool. because I got my Fighting Irish shirt on. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. See, Check it out.
1: That's how I felt about all my, because middle school, six, sixth, seventh grade was straight up, baggy jinkos air walks that was the bucket hat that look i was telling you about like mm-hmm. i was a total like little skater looking punk even though i didn't skateboard because i was a ski racer Weird,
0: though. So, so you started going back you, you started doing the middle school thing in sixth grade yeah where for me it was seventh. i know
1: so it's a year off yeah. um so it was funny because the when i started to care about what i looked like not that i never cared like i started wearing makeup in fifth grade and stuff but you know, when I started to look more mainstream and I went away from being the punk was probably ninth grade because then I started to notice like, you know, then I started to kind of not get picked on. Like I was always popular. Like I was, we had a small school. There wasn't really popular. It was just like, you know, you hung out or you were antisocial. It was like one Mm -hmm. or the other, but you know, like, all the other girls started to dress and wear, like, American Eagle and Abercrombie and shit like that. So then I start... And, like, ski racing and I... Everybody friends.
0: starts to care because well, yeah. everybody's growing hair on their privates.
1: Exactly. So, like, come ninth grade, I started to, like, look a little bit more like a normal girl and be less of a complete punk with, like, you know, rock and roll shit, which I still wish I just just... rocked the rock and roll shit all through high school.
0: <laughs> See, the, Now, like, for my school, when... We made the transition from elementary to middle school. It was a big deal because, like I said, that uh, around here there's like a dozen elementary schools and one town because the town is so big. Yeah. So by the time we reached the middle school, it was weird because, you know, you heard about this kid from like across town that was like a badass. Yeah. Oh, wow
1: now that was my question so for big towns because i didn't experience this did you go to the same like when you went from elementary school to middle school was it the same group of people or did school districts suddenly change
0: it was the same group of people it was still the north colony school district okay the way it worked was like so i said that there was like a dozen elementary schools yeah And that would kind of like filter into the middle school. Okay. But there were still Catholic schools and uh, like there were still some Catholic schools where they didn't make the shift until ninth grade. Okay, that makes sense, Yeah. So, right. everyone wasn't completely together within the district yet, but then yeah. we were just starting to filter in. So,
1: as you got older, people filtered in. Yeah, by the okay. time we
0: reached high school, everybody yeah. was there.
1: Which is probably so different now, still, because you have Facebook and social media.
0: Yeah, it's and, different than And it there's was no back mystery. Then. Yeah,
1: there's no mystery.
0: There's no mystery. You're not Man. impressed anymore about that badass kid that you were hearing about. In fact, I don't think yeah. they have badasses nowadays like they did back in my day.
1: Probably not. You know, and you everything's documented. You kids who documented. smoked
0: cigarettes and had knives. No, they're well, just they called delinquents. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: they're just delinquents. On but pins. it was scarier. Petitions.
0: It was scarier when you heard when you heard of this person yeah. before you actually met them. But nowadays, uh, a kid can be on social media showing off his gun and his hundred dollar bills and his cigarettes. Yeah. Well,
1: unfortunately, I. I, I just, deal with a lot of adolescents like that. There are a lot of kids uh, like that.
0: Wait, my my exa- so my exaggeration wasn't very amusing, was it?
1: Uh no, I'm not saying it's not amusing, but it's but I do deal with a lot of unfortunately adolescents that are like that, you know that that you know, but they're they tend to be on like pens petitions and stuff like that. Um so they're on like, you know, a whole different separate thing. So, um so, you know.
0: So yeah. Going to middle school, like, the first day back and everything, or the first week back, or the first yeah. couple of days, it was actually, like, very, like, psychologically exhausting for me. Oh, my I mean, God. You know, I bet. Just because of, like, the impact yeah. of, you know, I, I used to be at my little elementary school where I could see where you know, I grew up. Still but you got the,
1: bullied there. So,
0: well, yeah, I did. But I, I tried to make the best of it.
1: Now, uh, did, did, your, did your high school do, like, so this was also always fascinating to me, too, you know, like. And dazed and confused with the seniors when they like, you know, go after the freshmen with the paddles. There and stuff. was
0: only one real hazing thing that had one real like a uh, means of hazing. Okay, and that didn't that didn't happen in my school until high school because the middle school and the high school are separate.
1: Okay, see, our middle school and high school were one building, so
0: yeah. Well. well our middle school and high school, it, it, it was just like they were separated by like a mile. Oh, okay. Or, right. or half a mile. So
1: close enough, but separate They're, buildings. They were
0: separated by a freaking yeah. football field, 50 yeah. yards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> half a mile.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, like I said, I, um, the. I was the bad example and the fat kid, and they started putting me in like, oh. the, no, no, like my school experience is very terrible. You, it you sounds like it, this.
1: but it's, you, I, but I know in your respect, I feel like you got a not a fair shot. Like you drew the shor- short, oh no, end it the, it what is all. it, short end of the straw or I, stick I actually or had
0: to fight my way back into normal classes and yeah, seventh sucks. and seventh and eighth grade, they had me with the special needs kids. Really. Yeah, it, it was awkward because... Was it like
1: because of social reasons or... Yeah,
0: it was because of the social reasons. I was going to say because you
1: don't like academically come off like...
0: The, the, they had me seeing they had me seeing school psychologists from the fourth grade until the ninth grade.
1: Oh, did you get a diagnosis? No. Hmm.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, the, the diagnosis was that I was emotionally disturbed. <laughs> here I'm catch. not
1: laughing at that it's just I'm laughing because I'm friends with you and it's cracking yes. me up I'm, I'm can, not can
0: you tell this to my mom can you call her up <laughs> be, be, because she still has the document
1: I want to read it
0: uh, and uh, I wanted to bring it I, I will bring this sometimes
1: see to me like I was an emotionally disturbed little kid I tattooed myself and I punched other kids and I wrote stories about like I didn't punch ripping other guts kids. out like I would be the emotionally disturbed one like you just I just feel like you sound like someone who got bullied and yeah. probably was like depressed and yeah. had anxiety because you got bullied and, and you know.
0: <laughs> I, I got bullied by a a teacher before the students. So oh, my God. It, it was the teacher that opened the gate for. So it, what did the school psychologist
1: like, say? I'm like so. Which one? Which one? Yeah. I Why told did you, you stop in ninth grade?
0: Because the guy finally figured out that uh, at that point I was just fucking with them. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe you were emotionally disturbed then if you weren't taking it seriously.
0: Uh, well, I wasn't taking it he seriously. He was just trying to help you. Well, Remember, this was going on from fourth to ninth. So yeah. this is like four different school yeah. psychologists. Hmm. And they're all asking me the same question. So uh, eventually I was just like, I'm going to fuck with them. Why not? Uh, 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 like nothing seems to be working well they had to remove me from the special needs rooms because I kind of started instigating uh, fights between the special oh, needs oh see
1: kids. that's messed up I got you are bored. emotionally disturbed
0: I got bored that's
1: messed up That being mo- bo- getting bored and like manipulating people's behaviors that's like Charles well, Manson shit I kind of
0: made fun of them too
1: yeah, that's me- that is you might be emotionally disturbed.
0: No, I, I don't know. I, they didn't diagnose me with being an emotionally disturbed. <laughs> but see, I I kind of lied to them. Yeah. When when they when they were giving me the test, I, I was I was coming up with stories. I was trying to convince them that I thought I was an alien from another planet. See,
1: that sounds like Daria stuff. That's why I love that TV show. Yeah,
0: uh, I so, love Daria. So what ultimately, eventually happened was when I reached high school. Oh, uh, see, so I, I went through this whole like transformation in the eighth grade because okay. I, I got tired of getting picked on. I got tired of like people thinking i was a piece of shit so i want to i went on a diet i started working out
1: which sounds like a normal healthy transition to like uh, care about yourself uh,
0: freshman year of high school i started playing doing football and track yeah and like i had a bunch and by then i had a i had a bunch of friends who weren't the stupid ones that believed Mm. the what was said about me yeah. And uh, I started acting Which like makes my...
1: sense because then you're like growing socially yeah. you're socializing and so learning behaviors.
0: I started acting normal when yeah. I went to go visit the psychologist. And one day, uh, the, me and the school psychologist session consisted of us debating who is going to win Monday Night Football, the Lions uh. or the 49ers. And
1: he was probably like, oh, he's, he's okay.
0: Yeah. The Long story short, the Lions won. Uh, the next day, going to the session, he just looks at me, throws up his hands and says, you know that you don't need me, but they don't out there. So mm. go out there and show them that, that you don't need me.
1: Oh, that's a really cool saying. Yeah. Way to empower you. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I actually like that. So that's that, that was the- It's
1: a little like reverse psychology tactic. You know what I mean? You go show them.
0: That's kind of like the, the, the quickie wrap up of how mm. the whole third grade thing turned out.
1: Oh my God. That's like years of dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. All because of one crazy teacher.
0: Yep. All because of one crazy teacher. Mm. But so, but we were just talking about middle school. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about school a lot. We're, we're, I know. we're already over the hour. Oh my God. So, well.
1: Now, I want to just before we go on, like middle school, um, because this is a big Gen X to millennial thing that has changed. Really? When I was in middle school, the internet was. Like just coming out. We like,
0: had no internet when I was in middle school.
1: Yeah. So we didn't have it. Oh, wait, the, no, we did. We did. The school had it on one computer mm-hmm. and you were allowed five minutes of internet time during school. You had to be, you'd have a a teacher sit right next to you. And I had no clue what the hell the internet was. I looked up Yankees.com every day to look up the player roster. I was like, it was the coolest thing to me. And you sat and it like took two minutes to load. So two or five minutes was the webpage loading. And then the you newspaper. finally got to it. Um, you know, but so that's a huge thing that's changed from Gen X to millennials is that piece in middle school. Um, and I don't even know, like with cell, cause middle schoolers have cell phones now. We didn't have any of that stuff. You know, you went to school, you were so excited to go back to school and even like sports. I remember in the, when I was in sixth grade and seventh grade, I was on varsity soccer by seventh grade. I was the youngest one who made the team. And, um, you know, so you kind of got to see people before school started because you'd go back and you'd have the sports practices started before school yeah. did. So you had a little bit of an intro to going back to school. But
0: see, see I didn't get that experience until uh, seven, no, ninth Okay. And, and tenth because when I was you started in the doing sports,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and and it kind of felt like you owned the school. You know? Yeah, like because you've already kind of, had yeah. a little
1: intro and you kind of knew people and you like you went back to school already having seen your friends for a couple yeah. weeks, play in practices, and like
0: you got the you got to meet the upperclassmen and yeah. all that business. And
1: you were on a team, so they weren't really like assholes to you.
0: Now, now in my school, they did allow the middle schoolers to join the the high school teams Mm -hmm. and if you were a middle schooler that was accepted by one of the high school sports teams yeah you you were like you were like so cool
1: see our school like i like i said i was real good at sports so i i did you know by like for example by ninth grade i was already racing all over the eastern u.s because i was a Mm -hmm. ski racer like i excelled very young you know by the time i was 17 i was living in europe ski racing so i had a little different high school, later middle school experience than most people, um, you know, but I, so I made varsity soccer when I was in seventh grade, um, you know, I started, like I said, eighth grade, I really started heavy traveling for ski racing, so, um, you know, but it's funny, because it's true that, like, if you were on a team, you were, got you got accepted by the upperclassmen, you felt so cool, but for me, because by that time, like, eighth, ninth grade, I started to travel a lot. I still, even though I was on teams, I had different like priorities outside of school. So I didn't necessarily like so. you know what I mean? Like I yeah. wasn't really like fitting, like I didn't fit in with my school still. Cause I was like on a whole different program, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So like, you know, I, I actually remember one year I was made captain of the varsity soccer team, but then because I was going away for three weeks in the fall for ski racing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my captain hood revoked because they said, well, you're not here the whole season. So we need someone to be captain who's around, like basically around. So, Ooh. yeah. So like, so I kind of, that is normal that like, if you make a team, you're accepted earlier, but I didn't have that experience because I also had stuff going on outside of school. And so for me, it's funny because Like I said, around ninth grade, I started to dress more normally and I was less of a punk, but it was almost because I felt like I fit in less and less. And so I wanted to seem more normal. So people didn't pick on me and stuff because I felt like I didn't fit in at all. You know?
0: Well, and middle school is when I went through like, uh, I'll call it my. My finding myself gauntlet because when I first show <laughs> up, yeah, when, when I first show up, you know, I'm just some geeky fat kid with a Notre Dame shirt on. Yeah. Uh, but progressively, you know, I, I went through my thugged out phase where, you know, I, was, I remember uh, you talking yeah, about I, that before. <laughs> I let the pants sag. Oh, <laughs> my I let God. The dip. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, eventually I met my good friend, Mike, and we were kind of the universal people where we incorporated like all styles all this business but that wasn't until the eighth grade and the eighth grade is when i kind of like underwent my like own like physical transition of like working out and stuff so that it wasn't such a such a dough boy um (laughs) (laughs) and that's when i started you know meeting new friends and all that business yeah things didn't really get better for me until the eighth grade but i have the weirdest memory about going back to school so i said that when i first entered middle school it was like Uh hitting a brick wall it's like
1: oh my god yeah
0: now the eighth grade i remember the first day walking in with my friend and we walked up the stairs to go to our hall Mm -hmm. and i just remember marching up the stairs and It felt like we had never left, and uh, I think that was like my the first time I acknowledged like what it felt like to be conditioned.
1: Mm, Yeah, yeah. You just go through the routines.
0: Now, do millennials have that? I don't know. Do do millennials have any sense of uh, of conditioning? I
1: don't know. It's such a different world, you know. And for us, like we weren't hooked into cell phones. We never had cell phones. weren't a thing when I was in high school, and middle school and so you were kind of conditioned because you went to school and all your focus was Mm -hmm. there you know now it's easy to get distracted and you know change up the routine but when you do the same thing day in and day out without any distractions you do get conditioned you know what i mean so i don't know it's interesting um but it's such a different world because now they have phones and facebook and snapchat and twitter and vivo and everything in between you know
0: uh, me and my friends oh we did have the internet but not at school
1: we had a dial up aol on ah. on one computer and it took like you couldn't be on aol obviously if you if your parents were waiting for a phone call you couldn't be on aol because it would cut off the phone line um so that was like a big deal it was no no and we were allowed like I think an hour of internet a night. And then it was the worst because when instant messenger came along, like all, all you wanted to do as a girl was leave up your away message with like a song lyric or some bullshit. But then you couldn't stay on AOL oh, wow. because of the phone lines. So this is like
0: early millennial stuff.
1: Uh-huh. Like, early millennial stuff, man. Uh, oh my God. This, AOL instant messengers.
0: Oh, I was first introduced to the internet in like the, uh, I'm going to say the seventh grade, but it was called Prodigy. Do you know what product?
1: I've heard of that, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AOL didn't really come around yeah. until like uh, eighth grade, ninth grade, oh.
1: and,
0: and that would have been like ninety four, ninety five for me.
1: I, I, yeah, AOL man, that was our thing in high school, and then I was I in eleventh grade maybe when MySpace came out.
0: My space didn't come out while I was in school at all.
1: So that, then it makes sense to so that. It would be around 11th grade for me that my space came out because you're, oh. you're years. Um, but
0: I think oh, what? Why do you keep looking back there? What are we haunted?
1: I swear to God, the door just opened and closed.
0: No, it did not open. I'm and telling close. you. You're hallucinating. You know
1: I probably am. You, I haven't eaten. And I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's dark in
0: here and all this business. I'm not so,
1: I'm not going crazy. That door, I've heard it open four times now. I that's why I keep turning around. I maybe I'm,
0: you are going crazy. I know. I
1: need to eat something.
0: All right, let's speed this up here. So let's yeah. get Yeah, oh fun prom,
1: times. prom, 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 prom.
0: Well well, 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 well we didn't get into high school yet.
1: <laughs> All right. So one last thing before we move on that is about a,
0: middle school.
1: Yeah, that's a huge difference probably between then and now is like um cuz technology wasn't the thing so you had you had your textbooks you all had to have do you remember book covers did you have to have book covers yeah, on book your covers. books that was a huge deal and then they would do the school book fairs and that's where they would sell the book covers so you'd buy the book covers at the school book fairs we didn't do that oh my god it was like a huge thing we when i was go in and middle get our school own.
0: Well, oh yeah no we had we, we used paper grocery bags.
1: Oh that was cool. We we made our own with those. But yeah. if you wanted the nylon ones, you had to buy them at the school book fairs.
0: We know if we if we had school book fairs, maybe I wasn't invited or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I keep
1: laughing so wickedly every time you say something that's so sad.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, not having nylon book covers no, cause is you sad? Said,
1: you said maybe I wasn't invited to the book fair. And I, I don't left. even really
0: remember anyone having nylon book covers when oh, I was in the yeah. seventh and eighth
1: They were like the the, the, the stretchy stuff uh, you put on our, your.
0: The biggest deal for me in middle school was the difference in school lunches. Okay. But my elementary school made a mean French bread
1: pizza. Oh, Pizza Day! Do you remember how big of a deal Pizza Day oh, was? Oh, Pizza
0: Day was the shit. Oh my shit.
1: god, it was the shit. You know what's so sad? Things that don't exist probably anymore. School memories that we have in middle school. What's that? Uh, the big black TV on the stand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you
1: remember you'd walk in the classroom and you'd see the TV and you're like, "Yes, there's going to be a video today." (laughs) That probably doesn't exist. Well, I know it doesn't exist anymore. Well, Uh, well, me
0: in elementary school, it it wasn't the big, it wasn't the TV on the stand that meant it was going to be a movie day. It was the movie projector.
1: Oh yeah, we had we had um the the somebody
0: wheeled it in. Everyone got so all excited. Oh my god,
1: the slide projector for classes. Yeah. Do you remember that thing where you had to like put it on backwards for it to project on the screen yep. in the right way? Oh my god! It's like these things. Do they kids still tonight, have
0: overhead projectors? I
1: doubt it. I, I, who knows what they do in school? They probably all have their own computers now. Yeah, everyone just you yeah, know. Everyone
0: has like the uh, has like a school iPad or some. shit. It's
1: exactly. It's crazy. Like the fact that I'm in graduate school right now and most of it's online compared to like it's crazy to me how much school has changed. Kids will never know what it's like to know the feeling of seeing a big black TV on a stand when you walk in a classroom. That kind of happiness does yes. not exist anymore. No, it does not. Oh, my God. Kids need more of that. Now, <laughs> m-
0: moving into high school, was it exciting for you?
1: Um, It didn't. Not really, because, like... Everything was in the same building, sixth through twelfth grade. So,
0: okay, you know, it was because just because for me, like I said, the the buildings were were divided by, but not so much. Yeah. But when when our bus didn't go to the middle school and our bus went to the high school instead. Mm. But then again, I started playing football before high school. Well, the summer before high school. Yeah. So, like I said, like uh, me and my friends thought that we were, we were big shots because it was just kind of like hey. We've already been coming here for like half half a month now. Yeah. So all you guys can sit there and be excited. excited, but I got practice to get to. Right,
1: exactly, and and that's like honestly.
0: Walking down the hall, and you know they they see a bump fist with a senior. It's like, oh no, <laughs> he's the cool kid. Yeah. How does he know him?
1: Oh my god! See, that what? was that was the weird thing because I grew up in a very oh. small town, and there was not me at all. But because I grew up in a small town, like it was pretty normal, which is not normal, it's against like statutory rapes against the law, but I'm it was glad pretty normal we're getting into
0: this no pun intended. For like
1: for like like I had friends in eighth grade who like lost their virginity to seniors. Like See, that's not legal, but it happens yeah. all the time in small towns because there's such a small pool of people well, to date. Didn't happen to me. I didn't never dated anyone from my town. It happened in
0: my school. It, it happened, but it, were, it was the geeky kids that were.
1: Oh yeah, no. See, it was like the jocks because that's the thing. You had a sports team where you had the varsity team had seventh well, and eighth graders. Well, some jocks did it too. You know.
0: But but some of the jocks, uh, uh, a lot of the jocks at least had the common decency to wait till they were freshmen and didn't go after them when they were seventh and eighth graders. Uh, it's not legal. But but it, for for the most part, what I th- what I think determined if someone was going to go after uh, someone way younger than them is if they had younger brothers and sisters.
1: Yeah. Uh, That would make sense because I think when I think back at some of the people who dated younger people, they had younger siblings. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Uh, But but why I was glad that we're getting into this uh, and it was something I forgot to bring up before when I was talking about middle school Mm -hmm. and it was sex. And back in my day, Uh, kids
1: didn't have sex
0: they did but it was only like a handful of kids and everybody knew about it and from what I hear from people about nowadays kids are starting to have sex like in elementary school
1: yeah some of them are Um, now I'm trying to think I deal with I actually do deal with a lot of kids that are very young that are engaging in sexual acts and technology has a big piece of that because like I I deal with like 12 year olds and 11 year olds who are sending nude pictures already and shit or they're you know they're online to random people in chat rooms sending you know bad photos and stuff like it's unbelievable how much technology affects that and it's really scary actually Um, you know because obviously like when we were kids that wasn't a thing. You know, do, do internet you think- didn't exist. Who are you going to send a nudie photo to? No one, because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I like, think that's not a thing, you know, and now it is scary because I deal with a lot of very young and the population I deal with is obviously, you know, in that type of setting. But it, I, I, you see it where you see very young children engaging in very high risk sexual behaviors. And it's it's scary. And technology plays a big role in that. Um I'm not saying that didn't happen before, it probably did, you know, but it just probably happens more, or it's more easily accessible now, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, I don't know.
0: Now, but because we're, we're, I guess this is a good good subject for us to- How
1: far over are we?
0: We're an hour and 17 minutes, but it's 7.33 in the PM right now. It's seven. 7- and we've barely touched upon high school, but I think judging from, like, everything that we've already said, that... huh So, th- the only thing left to talk about, I suppose, uh, unless you want to hear some more, like, really sad stories from me and what I went through during school.
1: No, yours are sad. I'm okay.
0: E- well, well, the 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 big sad story like hasn't even happened yet for me and school and all that business what's the big sad story oh i don't like to talk about
1: talk it. about it you have to this is a podcast
0: we'll leave that for another time
1: unless there's something really dark involved
0: it's not it's not so much that it's dark it's it's that it's a collective story okay so, so it, it didn't just ha. It didn't just happen to one person. Well, it did happen to something happened to one person, but it affected like my circle of friends to the point where everyone just, or it kind of got shattered. Hmm. I'll I'll talk about it some other time. All right. It, it, it's a long story, right. and I don't want to take up too much more All right. time. All that, all but I do want to talk about being a senior. See,
1: I had one of those stories too. I was actually the center of it. That kind of shattered a lot of stuff when I was seventeen. So we'll we'll skip over that. Weird. Well, my car accident.
0: That was around the same age that yeah. it happened. That the like my story like gets uh, gets affected like. Yeah, that.
1: we'll skip over all that well, well, stuff.
0: We, well, I was like I think sixteen. It, it's been so long, but so we'll skip over our sob stories, and let's just talk briefly about being a senior. So yeah. what's Ooh. it like? What was your senior experience like when you returned to school and finally you were a senior?
1: I so I was so beyond honestly I didn't have an experience like that because mm-hmm. by senior year literally I was living in Europe for most of the time. I missed 3 months of my senior year to live mm-hmm. in Europe because I was training. Like I was I was at such a high level of ski racing that you know I I was my mind like mentally I was so not in high school, if that makes sense. Like my my boyfriend at the time was from Lake Placid. Um, it
0: makes sense to me because nowadays most kids are lucky if they make it to that grade.
1: Well, that's the thing. Well, it's yeah, but like for, <laughs> but you know, I was you know I was living with Olympians by the time I was seventeen. I was living in Austria. I was training to try to become a professional athlete. Did any of them sing you know, a song? What song?
0: You know, she's seventeen. La, da, 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 no. da, da, but da. when
1: I turned 18, a whole lot of them cheered. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, and like I said, my bo- all my friends at the time, my boyfriend...
0: When I turned 18, nobody cheered. The uh, strip just asked me for more money.
1: I'm sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> it's your
1: fault for going to a strip club. Um, but I just, I was so mentally beyond... And and like I said, I was dating someone who wasn't from my town. He was up from Lake Placid. I was f- so focused on ski racing. It, you know, by the time I was 16, I was squatting in the gym, 280 pounds. I lived for working out. I woke up at 5 a.m. to work out before school. Senior year, I was already like only going to school half a day because I was leaving school early to go to train. And so it was almost like see. by the time I started senior year, it was like, mm. it wasn't even a thing, you know? It, so it wasn't-
0: by, by senior year, a lot of people have just mentally cashed out of high school.
1: Yeah, I just had whole completely different goals. Like, I was so beyond high school, oh, you um, know?
0: Unless you're involved in something like a sports team or like yeah. anything like that. And oh, by, your se- by your senior year of high school, you're pretty much cashed Most out. Most
1: people are. I still-
0: or I student, s- Like if you're involved in like a club or a student council or a theater, yeah. you know, it, it's- you don't want your senior year to go by too fast. Exactly. Where, uh, yeah. for, from your experience, senior year you're just didn't really even matter. It
1: did. Yeah. And, and then
0: you got people like me and my experience where I didn't give a fuck. And then senior year <laughs> just meant to me, like, <laughs> oh, one more.
1: See, I was, rem- remember, I was type A from sixth grade on. So I still did band, I did chorus, even though I was gone out, my teachers worked with me. Um, you know, to me, high school was just I was so mentally past it, but it was just more work because I still took A P classes. You know, I was applying Ooh, fancy. Yeah. I well, I started college at Dartmouth. Um and Even then that fancier. was a whole issue. No. That, that was, was where
0: one of the big track meets were yeah, for, my, Dar- for, for my I school. have a very And we called it Dorkmouth.
1: Yeah, we've we've talked about why I hate Dartmouth on our sex files yes, thing. Um I hate that school, but you Stupid know Dorkmouth. <laughs> exactly fuck you but uh no but i was so type a and so like i already was living in a world of anxiety and everything had to be perfect I don't at that know point what you would
0: call my you know? type because like junior and senior nonchalant year me, no i i, I fucked like did you care everyone
1: were you the bully did you turn into the bully no, I, I the bully was, becomes the bully i
0: wasn't a bully i just fucked with everyone so
1: how is that not being a bully
0: a bully has an objective to bully you. I just wanted to keep people on their toes. Like I would do weird th- weird things like uh, one time we-, we baked a cake and – we sculpted Tootsie Rolls to look like turds just That's to funny. see who would eat it.
1: People make cake like that now, you know?
0: Yes, I Litter know. box cake. I, I'm the goddamn pioneer, damn it.
1: <laughs> I know. People there, stole your idea.
0: There, there is video proof, and Wayne will back me up on this, but it wasn't the actual serving of the cake. That was hilarious. It was the making of the cake because my mom wanted to get involved, and I started complaining because she wanted to make it look uh, pretty and edible where i wanted to make it look like somebody actually took a dump in the cake <laughs> uh but so, so I, I fucked with people but also i ran for student council
1: oh look at e- you
0: every year and i wow. lost
1: oh every year at least you ran good for you participation yeah. medal
0: uh, I, I you know <laughs> like so
1: a for effort
0: i i guess you could say that i've always i've always had these big balls But because I was not afraid to get up in front of like the entire student body and give a crazy speech, and at the time I I I was actually kind of inspired by Braveheart, so I started Mm. yelling "freedom" at the end of my speech. Oh my
1: god, that's hysterical! And and,
0: and I got the entire auditorium going, and that was the last time. That was one of the last times they allowed us to give speeches in the auditorium because I got everyone too riled up. I'm just
1: saying, did you ever see the movie My Friend Dahmer? about Jeffrey Dahmer when he was in high school. What
0: are you implying?
1: (laughs) He used to act out a lot of stuff too, you know, and he's very charismatic. No, I wasn't like that. (laughs) He used to try to keep people on their toes. That was how he figured out his way to fit in.
0: What? what, Oh shit. Uh, (laughs) Do
1: you turn people into zombies?
0: No, I don't okay, turn people good. into zombies. Do you have to
1: question our friendship?
0: No, you don't have to question You're our friendship. You're emotionally disturbed? What? I have everything on videotape. <laughs> I can I, I, I can show you high school me going around fucking with people. That's what I used to do.
1: How'd you videotape it?
0: Well, I, 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 was, uh, I was in cinematography. like that. Was oh, my so thing. it was the
1: school things.
0: Yeah, All like right. uh, uh, me and a friend of mine, well, like we helped get the cinematography department enough attention to the point where it became a big deal. Ah. So... From uh, like uh, sophomore year to senior year, like I was always doing something with a camera and I got in trouble eventually.
1: (laughs) I bet you did.
0: All that I did was dress up like Santa and have someone follow me around with a camera and it was like May. But I I went around and harassed people dressed as Santa.
1: Probably because you harassed people. Hey, this is my question with Gen X versus millennials now. Because when I was in school, Mm -hmm. photography class was like, a big deal. Everyone wanted to do photography class because they had the dark room in the school. They had photography and class, and but... Well, is wh- that still a thing even? like, yes,
0: yeah, I think it's still a you know, thing, like, but I think it's a different type of photography. You but, don't
1: need to like develop photos see, anymore for yearbook and stuff. But what you pissed know? me
0: off about photography class when I went to school was photography was... Uh, considered a technology course. Oh, instead of an art course? Where cinematography was an art course. That's weird. Why? So I took cinematography before I took photography Mm. and when I went to photography, the teacher did not like me. A lot of teachers eventually didn't like me. because probably
1: because you bullied other kids. No,
0: it's because I I stopped the bullying. I I realized that I had gone too far when I threw the blind girl's uh, walking stick out the window because she was annoying me and i told her to go and find it that's because, so mean because i figured it would take her a while that's so she would stop annoying so me mean. so i could leave before she made it back oh inside my you
1: are like the bullied becomes the bullier man oh my god
0: no <gasps> i was very nice oh uh-huh. god wait the the, the the one of my friends actually made a documentary about me and i how, bet they did and is how, it
1: on like one of those like e true hollywood you know, the most disturbed adolescence maybe of a,
0: Maybe eventually <laughs> it's going to be. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, and that was the same friend that I ac- accidentally hit in the head with, uh, with a shot put.
1: Please don't turn into being a secret serial killer. I'm not a okay, serial
0: good. killer. He lived. He's doing great now. And... There's not a day that goes by when I regret hitting him in the head with the shot, but, but apparently he says that he doesn't regret it and his family completely forgives me and all this business. But that happened in high school, too. Hmm. Uh, I, have I a, remember
1: you telling me about that. I
0: have a really bad high school school experience. Like,
1: well, some of them, yeah. yeah. It's me, too. I mean, it happens. But.
0: Um, uh, One good thing happened. The, the cinematography thing was like the best thing that happened to me because uh we won the was the capital district media arts film festival and uh-huh. um my video won best 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 movie
1: that's awesome
0: and then the following year uh because, because like, like i said we helped the get the cinematography department like a, a lot of attention yeah. and more funding yeah so when i won the award we were doing straight up vhs to vhs editing mm-hmm. and like uh like you know chords, A V chords and all this stuff to okay. edit audio and all that business. And the year after we won uh me and my friends won the won the award, the next year they brought in all these Macs with avid cinema Ooh, to edit like and nice. All this. Yeah. So uh our school won the film festival two years in a row because the other lo- lo- like the students behind me got so pumped with all the because of all this new equipment yeah and they knew what i was doing that they went out and made a kick-ass video mm. and-, and then they won yeah so uh I- there's a positive thing there's about a good my- i was gonna say that's a experience. positive for sure and uh but uh, of course I-, I i had to make it negative because uh in my last uh speech for student council i ended the speech with oh yeah by the way I won um, last year. I won the Capital District Media Arts Film Festival for best video. That was my shallow attempt to win you over oh with one of god. my accomplishments. I don't care if I win. Click.
1: Oh my god! At least you're honest. Yeah. I uh, all right. So on that note, because it's been like an, what an hour and forty five oh, minutes. Yeah,
0: we're still going. We haven't even reached college yet. I know. Did you go to college?
1: Yeah, I did. I have two bachelor's degrees. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. You, like, teach at college and stuff. Yeah, I do.
1: I teach now.
0: So so you're, like, still in college.
1: Yeah, well, I'm in graduate school and I teach, so yeah. (laughs) I
0: I, I technically failed out of college.
1: Interesting. Well, you finished radio school.
0: Yeah, I finished radio school, but it wasn't part of the same. uh, It's weird. I could go and technically get my associate's degree, but I'm too lazy to figure it out.
1: So do we want to do college or do we want to leave it? I feel like we had a good note. Like we, we had a good conversation we about. We
0: didn't play the game. We didn't. Do, you know what?
1: I think we've determined that you're not smarter than a fifth grader.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're just going to have to do a part two.